You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. Hey, everyone. It's a victory Monday. Uh, A little later than usual this evening. Lewis, how are you? Tired, but I'm here and I'm ready to rock and roll. Okay. Win number two. Win number two. It's been a long, long time. A long, long time since we have had a W. (laughs) Crazy, right? Uh, Yeah. Who would have thought this back in August, you know? Oh, my goodness. I, I mean, what? I, I, I don't even know where to begin. Injuries and just bad. Just a whole lot of things. Just one thing after it. It just never, never ends. And let's, you know, before we even start with the Beckham stuff, because Beckham was waived, so now he's available. And if nobody picks him up, then anybody can sign him thereafter. And let's just hope to God that our (laughs) team doesn't bring a cancerous-type individual to this ball club because we don't want that, that's for sure. I don't want him. I'm not particularly crazy about the idea either. No. And, you know, it's not that we don't need receivers because we do, but I don't think he'd be a good influence on Mr. Waddle and our our other young kid that played the other day, um, uh, Merritt. You know, I just don't think it'd be a smart idea to bring a guy like a Beckham in here. So um, with that being said, please, please, please don't start it on the Facebook page this week about we should bring Beckham in. Blah, blah, oh, blah, they're, blah, way, blah. they're way past that, Lewis. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah, that was all last week's conversation. Yeah, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so I'm way behind. A little bit. In in regard to that kind of stuff. But anyway. Yeah, I think uh, the consensus was that most people were not in favor. And, of course, a couple of people were, you know. uh, Those the the people that get attracted to big names. But in truth, you know, Beckham's not playing at the level he was a few years ago. I don't think he's been playing. Well, you're right, exactly. It's been a few years. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And, uh you know, with all that being said, you know, we've got enough issues on this ball club, um, you know, without adding more issues to it. Because, I mean, a guy like him is never going to be happy with the way our passing game. Do, do we have a passing game? He wasn't happy with Mayfield. He's not going to be <laughs> happy with Tua. I mean, simple. He's not going to be happy with our coaches, our offensive nope. line, nope. Our, our quarterbacks, any of it. No. He's got running backs. He's got an offense over there. I think he's got a decent coaching staff. So, with all that being said, on to the uh, the victory, Mike. You know, let's uh, let's talk about the game a little bit. What do you say? Sounds good to me. So uh, we got a win yesterday. You know, against the mighty Houston Texans, it was a bit of a struggle. 
one side of the football for our football team was outstanding. The other side was, uh, was leaving something to be desired as they normally do. It falls on this offensive line week in and week out, Mike. Um, you know, we, yeah, we, I think we just have to face the reality of this line is what it is. Mike, we talked about this until we were blue in the face during the draft, you yep. know, the mistakes, you know, during free agency, the mistakes, you know, the, the, the lack of addressing the running game and, and the offensive line. And this is the result of that. We did get the win yesterday, but, you know, we played against one of the worst defenses, defensive fronts, maybe the worst in football. And, um, you know, Gaskin ran the ball. It's not like they didn't try. I mean, they, he ran the ball 20 times. I don't remember the last time a running back for our football team carried the ball that many times, Mike, in a, in a game. 20 times. I know it's first time this year. Yep. I don't think one one particular running back has run the ball 20 times for us. But, you know, so it wasn't from lack of trying. He got a total of 34 yards on those 20 carries. Uh, he had a six-yard run mixed in there. So the other 19 carries, he had 28 yards on those 19 carries. Um, you add a meds numbers in, he had four attempts for six yards. That is 24 attempts for 40 yards. That is about a yard and a half <laughs> per carry. Yep. Non-existent. This, is, this has been a problem for quite a few years, hasn't it? Non-existent. I'll tell you what, Mike, you know, um, let's hope that whatever and whoever is here next season understands the importance of an offensive line. It's just that simple. And maybe a running back that has a little bit of bulk to him, you know, that can uh, uh, gain a yard or two falling forward, you know. Right, or creating on his own. You of know, course. there are times, you know, you, you look around the league, we talk about this all the time. You know, sometimes it's not going to be there. Same thing with a quarterback. Sometimes when they're pressured, they have to make plays in a game where they're being pressured and, they, you know, they have to step up and do some things. And, you know, we, we talk about this all the time. You know, we, we need playmakers. And, you know, when they drafted Waddle, we thought that that's what we were getting. And, um, you know, right now, again, you know, we talk about this every single week. He had a nice game again. Eight catches, 83 yards. Yep. Everybody out there, you can do the math once again. That's about 10 yards. That is exactly 10 yards a carry. It's just mind-boggling. It truly is. I mean, it's, it's wow. a combination of things. It's... um. It's not having confidence in the offensive line to give him the ability to get down the field. Right. It, but it, it's funny because, you know, it, to me, it seems like that they need to at least attempt throws to him down the field, which they just don't. They no, just I don't agree do with it. you. But, the, but as we just said, they don't have the confidence in the line to call those plays. So that's not getting done. Would I do it? Yeah, I probably would. I'd risk a sack every now and then because I want that defense to be honest. Listen, if this guy's that dynamic, Mike, you go to maximum protection and you send three guys out and you send him on a fly pattern. And with that speed he has, if he beats the corner and the safety can't get there in time, then then you've got then you've got something. If you're going to max protect, the safety safety is going to be there because Listen, he's not going to have much else to do. There, there's ways of throwing the ball down the field 
back shoulder, whatever the case may be, you have to do it. I don't care how bad your offensive line is. There are ways of getting the ball off in three seconds to a guy 15 yards down the field. They can do it. I've seen You've it You've only done. got two to throw. That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, you know, you know um, it, that's, not the pl- that's not the case in every situation. No, it's I, not. Mike, listen, after nine games, nine games, you haven't attempted that? Uh, no, I, I, I agree with you. I'm not arguing no with you. you even know, it, I'm just it, telling you what I think right. they're, they're thinking. Even against this defense, they did not attempt it so you know your running game's not there i mean it's just the same same thing every week and um you know it's a frustration to say the least but um hey we scored we we scored what 17 points we scored 17 points we're right on average (laughs) yeah right on average it doesn't matter who we play where we play what situation is you know we're going to make things interesting on that side of the football football fans who's ready to score some free bets Now you can when you bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TPPN, bet $1 on either team to score, and win $100 in free bets if they score, you score, with promo code TPPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Our receivers are just, you know, they're not on the field. Parker could not play again. Um Fuller. Yeah, Fuller, I mean, you know, forget about him. I think, you know, he's he's um he he's he's done, you know, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, you know, unless he comes back and just eats it up alive, you know, I just you know, I just can't see it. His numbers are just non existent. Um Albert Wilson, two carry I mean two one catch for eleven yards yesterday with the two top guys out. It's the same story week in and week out, Mike. You know, it's it's guys <laughs> You want you want to see step up the guys that have been consistent, you know, are Gasicki and Waddle. You know, Waddle to yeah, as you, they use them. You know, you just ended the list. That's that's it. That's, that's, that's nobody about, else. <laughs> that's 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 where it begins. Maybe Hollins uh, from time to time, and that's where it ends. Yeah, yeah. Hollins had the touchdown catch, three catches, twenty-two yards, targeted six times, so he caught half of the balls that that he was targeted right. on. Kosicki, the same thing. You know, he caught half of the balls he was targeted on. Um, you know, a Brissett, you know, we'll talk about him a little bit. Yesterday, I thought that, you know, under the circumstances, he stepped in and he did an adequate job. You know, I mean, it, listen, it's, it's never easy. You know, p- what people don't understand is this, is that he's a backup quarterback. Right. Okay. You look around the league at backup quarterbacks, okay, and – 
it's always hit and miss, always. Okay, so just keep that in mind. You know, it, it's not like you're bringing Dan Marino in off the bench. You're not bringing in Don Strzok. How's that? No, you, know, one you, of the- you watch Brissett and you see him lumber. You know, he's not a, a fluid athlete. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. He's and, a yeah. He's a guy that you know. I talked about it from the beginning when we signed him. He's not a guy that's going to be able to step in and do what Fitzpatrick does, does to where he comes out, he adds energy, he's running all over the place, he's right. running over linebackers, he's throwing the ball all over the field. It doesn't matter to who or where. You know, he's not that type of guy. I mean, he's a guy that has to be in a controlled offense, and just like he was in Indianapolis the year he played. They won a lot of football games there. And he's just not dynamic in any way, shape, or form. But with all that being said, with the lack of a running game, with the lack of a pass-blocking offensive line, you know, you put up 244 yards and a touchdown, and, you know, you get us into the end zone a couple of times, I'm okay with that. You know, his, his effort was there. You know, there were times where he didn't have time to throw, much like, um, you know, you got to treat it the same way you do Tua. You know, when two was in, you know, oh, it's the offensive line. You know, we can't run the football. It's the same situation with him. So, you know, I don't want to hear things about, oh, he stinks. You know, he's a backup quarterback, and this is what you have out of him. You don't expect it out of him. I will well, say you, this. Right. What, go ahead. You expect a step back. I right. mean, otherwise he'd be the starter. <laughs> exactly. He's not a top five pick. He's a backup quarterback. Period. That's it. So he, I thought he did an adequate job yesterday under the circumstances. I mean, Mike, we, we were running the football second and 10, second and 10, uh-huh. second and 10, third and nine, third and eight. I mean, you know, we, we, we converted a decent amount of third downs on, on some of the drives. It was a decent job. That's all I can say. Now, with all that being said, you know, you got anything more to add to the offense, Mike? before I move on to our other side of the football? Well, I think the, the other side of the football was where the excitement was. You know, the, the offense was not exciting. <laughs> right. So <laughs> it, ahead, was, it, was, it was sleep-inducing. Go ahead. You talk about the defense a little bit, and I'll just add on to it. Well, they got, they got back to being aggressive, Lewis. They, they came back blitzing a little more than they had been, mm-hmm. and uh, it was effective. Yes. Um, you know, they, they got after the quarterback, and uh, they, they – force some turnovers, and that's the way you want your defense to play. Exactly. Absolutely. I mean, they were after the quarterback over and over again on blitzes. Uh, they, they seemed really aggressive all over the place. I mean, Holland had a nice interception in the end zone, and um, I thought he played a fantastic game yesterday. He start- On that play, they blitzed Brandon Jones. Right. He, start- and he, he hurried the quarterback, and there you go. And there you have it. Exactly. They had a very nice game plan for how they were going to attack Taylor. Because I'll tell you, you know, as I talked about in the preview show last week, he was, he, you know, in the couple of games at the beginning of the year, the Texans were playing well under him, you know, under him at quarterback. Um, and then he got hurt and he's been gone. Yep. But they had an outstanding game plan against him. I mean, they were not going to allow him to sit back there and, and throw the football. They were bringing it to him, and they were sending it in every possible way. And I thought that, you know, Holland, as I mentioned, did an outstanding job. 
he's coming into his own, Mike. He looks like a player going forward. and He does. You know, at 2-7, and seven, I mean, this is what you want to see. You know, Wilkins has been consistently good, you know, over the course of this season. Um, that's what you want to see, basically, out of your young players. You want to see them develop into starters, and then once they are starters, into solid football players, grading out well and making plays, you know, creating turnovers. I know Phillips had another, you know, a decent solid game, you know, a decent game yesterday. Um, Agba had another decent game. Agba, we always, we we know that he's going to play well every week. I'm, you know, I was emphasizing more on the young guys, you know, in regard to Phillips and, um, and Holland, you know, Phillips graded out at like 76.3 yesterday and he did it, you know, in every possible way. So how about Sealer? Sealer, absolutely. I mean, he played phenomenal. I mean, his grade was what, 83.6. I mean, that's, yep. that's phenomenal. Yep. We don't normally see those grades, not this season, on either side of the football. So when you see guys grading out that high, you know they had an extremely good game. And, and going forward, this is what you want. You know, you need guys on both sides of the football doing that. Well, you have to consider the competition too, though. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what, Mike? You know, the way I look at it is this, and you're absolutely right. The competition was not fantastic yesterday, but you know what? Neither was the competition when we went against Jacksonville, when we went right. against Indy's offensive line, minus three starters. Although, I, mean, I don't know. Jacksonville beat Buffalo yesterday, right? I know, right? Is My goodness, where the hell did that come from? And uh-huh. Dallas lost. There were a lot of interesting, interesting games yesterday. Yeah, we have a suicide pool, and a lot of people got knocked out yesterday. Yep. Oh, I'm sure of it. I mean, that yesterday was, uh, woof. I mean, I, I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. The Saints lost to Atlanta, and I know, you know, they lost Winston, but, you know, you would think that they have enough talent, you know, on that on the offensive and defensive side to still knock Atlanta off, and they weren't able to do it. You know, I think they lost at home on top of that. The Falcons beat them in, in New Orleans, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, they're, you know, listen, the NFL, you know, you talk about the competition, Mike, and, you know, we talk about this every week on any given Sunday. I mean, there I don't think there's a person on this earth that would have predicted Jacksonville beating Buffalo. No chance. Nobody. There's nobody that predicted that one. I mean, any other game yesterday? Yeah, maybe. Uh-huh. There, there was possibilities. You know, there were circumstances involved. You know, as I mentioned in the Saint game, uh, you know, uh, Winston going down. They had the backup quarterback in over there, but you know Buffalo was at full strength yesterday. They had no, you know, no excuses for losing that football game, and they did. So there you have it. I mean, so you know the Dolphins, you know, even though they beat a bad team yesterday, Mike, uh, you know, it's still a win, and we did it with our backup quarterback. So you know that that's all you can really say about that right i mean you got to be you got to be thrilled over the fact that they were you know they were at least uh coming out of that game with a win you got to be happy for the defense right because they went out and they give it, they gave it a great effort and um you know you got to be happy for them the offensive line 
you know, they got to get their shit together. It's just you, that you know simple, what sucks, Lewis. You know? They got three days to be happy before they play the Ravens. Oh, because <laughs> uh, yeah. I have a feeling they may not be so happy. <laughs> I don't even want to think about. It. They're gonna ruin. They're, they're gonna ruin my night, Mike. They're gonna ruin one of my nights in the middle of the week where I just like to kick back and watch a good football game yep. and not worry about it. No, now. Three nights from now, I've got to come back and watch us play the Baltimore Ravens, a team that notoriously uh-huh. kicks our asses all over the field, right? What was the score last year? 59 I, to 10 or something like know. that? It, 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 there's been a few of those when we've played <laughs> yeah, them. I don't but know. But this offensive line, they got to get their shit together. I mean, I know I've said that twice over the last minute, but they have to. They have to. Um, if it, I don't see Tua coming back on Thursday. I think, you know, I've said this once before earlier in the year. Let him rest. Don't put him out there. I mean, I don't want to see him three days from now. Not with the way this offensive line is playing. I just don't. Let Brissett take the grunt. And, I, you know, and I hate to say that because it's like he's a sacrificial lamb. You know, I'm not, you know, but he's, he's a bigger, stronger guy. Yeah, his, his experience might help him handle it, you know, as opposed to Tua. Exactly. So, you know, let him rest for another week. You know, let him, let his finger heal. <laughs> Fingers. Let his finger, you know, by the way, just so you know, you know, because we talked about our, our buddy Fuller, uh-huh. Ru- Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, who was supposed uh-huh. to be out for six weeks Yep. due to a I believe it was a bone in his hand, will more than likely start on Sunday. So he's back a couple weeks later playing the quarterback position, mind you. Uh-huh. Right? So, Mr. Fuller. <laughs> if you're listening. If you're listening, <laughs> and I doubt you are. <laughs> get your ass back out on the field and earn that $10 million for the half a season that is left. That's all I could tell you, buddy. It's football season, baby, and you know what that means? It means we're going for two here with the sponsor of today's show, Manscaped. Blitzing through hairs has never been easier, and it's time you join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by using code FINFANS at manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping. It's three and out the window with all other trimmers. Now go tame that wildcat offense. The world is starting to open, and the Performance Package 4.0 for Manscaped is here to help you get ready. Inside, you'll find the brand new Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, plus two free gifts Performance Boxer Briefs and the Shed Travel Bag. The Performance Package 4.0 for Manscaped is the perfect package for your package and a key for great grooming and hygiene routine to make sure the boys downstairs are smooth like Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. The brand new Lawnmower 4.0 is here to take your defense to the next level. This fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on off switch can engage a travel lock, and gives you the ability to turn on a 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? Rain, snow, or sleet are no match for the waterproof power of the 4.0. There's no 15-yard penalty for this clipping. The package also 
comes with the Weed Whacker. This elite nose and ear hair trimmer is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. This trimmer also has proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. After trimming your footballs, show them some love with Manscaped Liquid Formulations. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner are here to take your ball game to the next level. We have an exclusive offer for our audience. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FINFANS at manscaped.com. Manscaped also threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code FINFANS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code FINFANS. Stiff arm your pubes out of the playoffs this year with Manscaped. You know, it's just something, you know, I mean, you just look at things and, and, uh, you know, again, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm saying things in a jokingly manner, but I mean, th- Wilson's a warrior, you know, he goes out there, he busts his hump and it's just amazing. The fact that he's right back out there, you know, at the quarterback position where you've got to basically handle the ball on every single play. And what do you use to handle the ball on every single play? Your you hands, think? Lewis. Your hands. And on... At the very top of your hands are ten, four, eight fingers and two thumbs. So anyway, enough of that. But uh, yeah, I mean we, you know, we uh, we've got the Ravens to deal with on Thursday. <laughs> Gosh, Mike. I mean, Jiminy, you had to bring that up, huh? I was well, kind of happy about the win, and now I'm dreading this game in a couple of nights. You know, maybe we'll be this week's Jacksonville. Who knows? Uh... You never know, right? You never know. You just never know. You never know what, what you know, we've seen crazier things happen. And it's going to be interesting because what I'm looking forward to, you know, I'll get serious here now because I was messing around, but what I'm looking forward to is how our defense does against their offense, right? You know, Le'Veon Bell, Latavius Murray, these are their running backs. Jackson's the guy you got to concentrate on, right? So our corners against their receivers, I'm okay with. They've got a really good tight end, Andrews, that you know I think will create problems for us. But I'm very curious as to what type of game plan our defensive coordinator, you know, Flores, and then underneath him, our defensive coordinator. Boyer, what, Josh Boyer. Yeah, Boyer, what they're going to come up with on Thursday night. I'm looking forward to that side of the football because they've been playing at a high level. I thought they played Buffalo extremely well. And I think that Buffalo's a better, I I truly believe Buffalo's a better offensive unit overall. I think that, you know, you compare Baltimore's running game to uh, Buffalo's running game, and they're comparable at this point. You know, Baltimore's lost four running backs. So they're on their you know, guys that they pulled off the scrap heap type of thing. You know, Buffalo's running backs aren't great. But you look at the group of receivers that Buffalo has, you throw Knox in at tight end. I think overall they're a better group than Baltimore. I think that Josh Allen's a better quarterback throwing the football than Lamar Jackson. And and Allen can run the ball, not as well as Jackson. Jackson's phenomenal at that. But Josh Allen can hurt you as he did on, you know, against us. So it's, you know, I'm looking forward to that 
part of the field, you know, our defense playing against their offense. On the other side of the football, that's where I, you know, the concerns come in. You know, you just don't want to see them three and out, three and out, and Baltimore constantly and Jackson constantly getting the ball back in, you know, in, in, in his hands. So, you know, they have to go out there. They have to somehow control the clock a little bit like they did against Buffalo, and hopefully they can compete, which they did for three quarters, you know, in the Buffalo yeah. game. And hopefully, you know, they show the world that, um, you know, that we're capable, you know, of hanging in and at least playing a competitive brand of football. The last thing we want to do, Mike, is go out on a Thursday night when we're the only game in town and, you know, just throw a shit bomb out, you know? Yeah, we've done that before. Uh, you <laughs> know, we have not played well in prime time uh, over the last couple of decades, you know? Yes. Uh, so, you know, you keep waiting for that to start turning around and maybe we'll get a few more primetime games, but uh, so far it hasn't happened really. So we'll see. We shall see. Um, let's just hope that, uh, again, you know, we don't, we don't get embarrassed out there. That's all we can ask, for, you know? I mean, um, you know, you've, you've got the ability on that defensive side to keep this game close. And, and that they're going to have to go out and just play the way they, at the level they've been playing. Um, I think that they have to force Jackson to, you know, to, to throw balls down the field and blitz him, get in his face, you know, let him make decisions. I don't think he's a great, you know, uh, thrower of the football. I think he's a much better guy running the football, designed runs, that type of thing. And the Dolphins just got to take him out of that game and uh, create passing situations for him. Yeah. And I think they'll be in good shape. You've got to be disciplined on defense. And we'll see. You know, yes. uh, it's it's not going to be easy. They're, they're a good team. They're 6-2 six, six and two leading their division. Yes. Uh, you know, there's a reason they're 6-2 and two in leading their division. They're good. So for us to beat them, we're going to have to play really well. Yes. The corners... Mike, you know, X-Man has not been grading out well for a couple nope. of weeks. And, um, you know, he's got to step up his game. You know, he can't have their receivers making plays on him. I mean, th these are, those are the guys that you're depending upon. You, you know? know, where you get Howard is those drag routes across the middle. He just does not do well covering those. And they're tough to cover, and that's why. And a lot of people throw that at him because they know they can get open against him that way. But he's got to figure out something for that. Right, right, right. Yeah, they don't throw deep on him, that's for sure. No, no, not really. I mean, usually it's those drag routes that are killing him. I mean, they got to give him some help inside or, or something. But, uh, you know, you can't just let him continually get beat because that doesn't help the defense. Right, exactly. Um, you know, we're going to have our hands full, like I said, with the tight end, Andrews. I think that, you know, I don't, I don't know who they're going to put on him. But they have to put somebody on him. Well, I mean, who would you put on him? Uh, you, you going to put Roe on him and play him a little more this week? I, I think I think that Holland may be a guy that you almost have to put on him. I think Roe's just a little undersized to play him. Mike, he is a big friggin' guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I shouldn't say friggin', but yeah, I said it again <laughs> just now. Uh, but he is a big guy, and we've seen Roe have perfect coverage on these big tight ends. Yes, and they catch it right and over And they him. still catch the ball yep. over him. I think that you have to have a little bit bigger guy covering him. And um, listen, I wouldn't be disappointed in the fact that they throw, um, you know, one of our corners on him and, um, you know, uh, just go, you know, maybe go at their, uh, go at their second receiver, their number two receiver with, um, 
you know, a Needham or somebody like that, you know, um, I think that that might be a bit, little bit better matchup because he's going to create issues for us uh, down the middle of the field. They love to use him that way, and I think that he's going to be uh, their He's going to be a game changer in that game. You know, Jackson, I think, is going to get his share of runs on us, and um, he's going to do his thing. But I think in their passing game, Andrews is going to be the problem, and we have to find a way to shut him down. Gotcha. So what's your prediction for that game? Oh, oh, uh, gosh, Mike, you're killing me here. Um, 35-13. How's that? We win? I wish. <laughs> 35-13. Well, we're at home, Lewis, right? Right. Maybe we'll have a few more people than we had this past Sunday since we won. Right. And uh, maybe you know, the crowd will be psyched and the place will be electric. And uh, you know, Baltimore's offense won't be able to hear, so they have to use hand signals. And our guys will get to jump quicker than they will because we're at home. And I think we still lose, though. Um, that build up, Mike, and we're losing. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Baltimore's just too good. We're not ready for that. You know, <laughs> you got to have an offensive line. They're a physical team. We're not. We'd like to be, but we're not. Uh, so, I mean, you have, you have to go with Baltimore for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say 24, 14, 24, 13, something in that neighborhood. Really? You think yeah. it's going to be that close, huh? Well, I'm hoping they don't blow us out. I'm thinking maybe we stay in the game for a little while and they win it late. I, I think that it's not going to be the defense that, that they'll keep us in the game for a while. We're we're going to have problems is on the offensive side. Of course. And, um, you know, a couple of turnovers, you know, they're going to take advantage of it, and um, that's where the game's going to get out of hand. Um, you know, it's not going to be a situation where Baltimore's going up and down the field and scoring 35 points on us. I think it's going to be more of a situation where we turn the ball over, we make mistakes. Mike, listen, we – we haven't done anything right. I mean, you think about this for a minute, right? We turned the ball over four times against the Texan defense. And, you know. Wasn't it, it five? Was it five? It I may think have been it was five. five. I think they had four. Yeah, you're right. It, I, it, because we, mm, let's see, we threw two interceptions. We fumbled a yeah. punt. And we fumbled, uh, and Gaskin, I believe, fumbled, didn't he? Yep, yeah, yeah, So I did. don't know where the fifth one came from. I, I don't, don't know. I, don't I could know be wrong. Either. Whatever. Either way, the point of the matter is four, five, it's it's a big number. And it it's a big number against a, a crap defense. So that that's where the problem lies. I mean, you're playing a much better defensive unit. And, um, you know, we're, we're just failing at every turn. You know, the, the special teams is letting us down. I mean, you know, they're, they're not doing anything special. It, it is what it is, Mike. It, it's an overall... Um, you know, bad situation. I mean, again, the positive is the defense has been playing well the last couple of weeks, and let's hope that they continue to play well because they carried us last year, and maybe yep. they can carry us to a couple more wins this year. You, you know? hope so. You That's hope all so. we can hope for. All right. Lewis, anything else you want to add? I think that's it, Mike. You know, nope. offensive line, let's go. You know, let's go here. Come on. We need. We, we need combine you. these shows uh, this week because I will be away later in the week and we'll be back, uh, I guess, uh, Monday to recap the uh, Raven game. 
Well, we can. Yeah, you're right. We can't. We'll come back on Monday to re- recap a Thursday game. We have right. no choice in the matter. Right. So it'll it'll be a. Uh, hopefully, we'll be a little bit less pissed by the time Monday rolls around. Or really, really happy still. We'll or really are. happy. Right. Yeah. Right. So you never know. Exactly. That's it. They got to play it before we'll know. You got it. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining me this evening. I know it's late. I appreciate you doing that. And uh, very welcome. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Pigskin podcast network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right, until next time, be well and take care.